Hello everybody, Julian Charles here of TheMindRenewed.com, coming to you as usual from the depths of the Lancashire countryside here in the UK. And on this, the first day of the fourth month of the year, I am very pleased to welcome back our good friend Mark Campbell, who actually joins us in the plush studio that I have here, uh, otherwise known as a bedroom, but we won't go into that. And he joins us to introduce a interview, or is it an interview? I think it probably is an interview. I think it's an interview if you, if you <laughs> go with English, correct uses of, Eng of English grammar. Uh, yeah, okay, well, we'll stick with correct English then. An interview, which he conducted um, not that long ago, actually, with a very, very interesting lady, um, which we'll get into in a moment so first of all let me say hello mark thanks very much for joining us on the show well thank you very much for having me julian it's very nice to actually be here in person in sunny lancashire um yeah i think the sun is there somewhere, somewhere right? above the clouds somewhere <laughs> yeah. above the rain mm -hmm. uh, so yes thank you very much i appreciate you inviting me along wow you're very welcome it's great to be speaking to you in person and we're going to be sharing an interview that you conducted with a lady called Madame Bell Caps, who amazingly is 107 years old, and she has a very interesting story to tell about her experience with, in some sense, the Dorset Usa or Usa or Ossa. Uh, well, I think it's called. I wasn't sure until I met her, as you'll find out in the, the interview. But I think it's pronounced Usa, and it's. It's hard to say, pin down precisely what it is. It's a myth that I remember when I was, vaguely, when I used to live in Swanage years ago. I never really looked into it until recently. And um, I managed to track her down as being basically one of the last people who sort of heard of this thing. And I wrote her a letter and it took quite a long time for her to write back. But she eventually invited me to go and visit her. Um, mm. So that was quite an experience driving up from London. It was recorded sort of mid-March with the storm Gareth overhead. And so apologies for the sound quality on the outside stuff. It is a little bit, probably you'll find it rather breezy. Mm. Um, but uh, yes, it was a fascinating interview. And I came away with more questions than I had at the start, really. Mm. It's very interesting to listen to the actual recording because, of course, you you start off travelling there and you get to the village. Or the, and of course, she she lives in this this woodland, yeah, doesn't she? Yeah. And there you are trudging through the woodland, all of the, mm. the, the noise of all that, and uh, you must have been thinking, well, perhaps the the osa or the usa or whatever is going to jump <laughs> out at you. Whatever it is, I mean, we're not mm. quite sure. What is it? Is it, is it a spirit? Is it a beast? Is, is it something in between? Who knows? But it, mm. uh, did you not fear that it was going to get you on the on the way through? <laughs> Uh, well, it was a spooky environment, certainly. I did think the things I do for TMR. <laughs> but I, <laughs> um, visiting her there in her cottage, you can understand why people believe that sort of thing. I mean, I'm a townie, so, you know, you're always, there's always people, there's always traffic, there's always something going on. But, yeah, in the middle of those woods, on the outskirts of that town, it's a whole different ball game, and you can imagine people still holding on to these old myths or maybe something that's actually there, trudging through the woods, waiting to grab you. But it didn't get you this time. Not so. this time. No, no, I'm here to tell Great. the tale. Okay, well, that's marvellous. We'll listen now to the recording that you made of that interview with Madame Bell Caps. And I uh, do very much recommend people pay close attention to this very interesting conversation. All right, well, this is Mark Campbell. I'm setting off on my journey to meet Isabella Caps, who, for some reason I'll ask her, goes by the name of Madame Bell's Cap, I think, or Cap Bell's, I'm not sure I'll find out. Um, so it's about two and a half hours to her house down in Dorset, from where I live in London. 
Uh, it's rather windy because of this storm Gareth that's coming over the country at the moment. So I'm, uh, let me just get into the car here. I'm intrigued about the whole situation about the, the USA or the USA. Find out exactly how that's pronounced when I get there. Um, so I'm skeptical, but I'm also interested in seeing what she has to say because she has a long history, I believe, of her family living there. But we shall find out. Off we go. Right, well, I'm approaching Winterbourne Steepleton now, uh, which is on the outskirts of Dorchester. And I knew this would be difficult. I'm looking for the entrance to some woods nearby, uh, which I think is... I think he's coming up on my left. Ah, this looks likely, yes. It just turned down here. It looks rather foreboding, but... Okay, so the road just runs out. So ahead of me, I'm going to describe as a sort of... a narrow lane through lots of trees. It's quite dark down there, but uh, this looks like it. Right, okay, so off we go. Right, well, the path that the car stopped in front of seems to have petered out, really, into what I can only describe as a slight gap between all these trees. Um, I must have been walking about a quarter of an hour now, and the storm, quite strong here, as you can probably hear, um, I can't see an awful lot, and there are so many branches in front of me, but... ah. Now, ahead of me, I think, is probably the house. It's a small cottage. Looks like something out of a fairy tale, really. Uh, smoke coming out of the chimney. But I think this... Yes, as I come out of the woods at last, I think this must be it. Wonderful. Found it. Right, well, we're just coming up to the house now. Uh, and here's the door. So, I can't see a doorbell. Um... Let's just have to knock and hope she's uh, hope she's in. Here we are. Some movement. Oh. Hello, I'm Mark Campbell from the Mind Renewed. I think you're expecting me. Oh, you're Mark. How yes. pleased to meet you, Mark. Come on in. Oh, lovely. Thank you Morning. very much. Okay, just uh, through here. Yeah, go through that. Oh, oh lovely. Yeah. Thank you very much. There. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. Nice going. Oh, it's lovely. Thank you very much for meeting me. Um, okay, thank you. You've got lots of books here. That's marvellous. All those books, fantastic. Right. Oh yeah, I, I've, I've always been a great reader. Oh okay. I've always been a great reader, especially Thomas Hardy. You know. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Dorset. Absolutely. Dorset. Oh, it, and the Dorset yeah. writer. Yeah, the connection. Um, and of course, not to mention William Barnes. I don't know William Barnes. You don't know William no. Barnes. He wrote in Dorset dialect. Oh, oh okay. He was a specialist. He was. Would you like a cup of tea? Um, no, I'm fine, thank you. I'm fine. I'm just... Uh, no, no, it's fine. I've had some uh, water. quite water. sure? Yeah, no, thank you very much. Okay. Um, I don't want to take up any too much of your time. No, so. just, just make your cup comfortable. Okay, right. Well, I've got some, some notes. Uh, right, well, first of all, thank you very much for you know agreeing to see me. Um, now, your name is Isabel Caps, is that right? You're, you, but you like to be known as Madam... Bell caps, is that right? Yeah, well, that that comes from the days when I was teaching. Oh, right, okay. See, I was always known as Madam. 
Ah, right. So what subjects did you teach? Oh, it, it was just a village school. Okay. You know, we, we taught a little bit of everything, gave them a basic education. Ah, okay, okay. Um, so how long have you lived in this part of the world, in this in this cottage? Oh, in this cottage? Well, when I was teaching, I see I, I lived in the schoolhouse. Okay. Which is next to the school, of course. But then when my grandparents died, my grandma and grandpa lived in this cottage. It came to me. And so I moved out here and oh, okay. lived here ever since in my retirement. Ah, I see, right. Um, tell me about the area. I mean, is it a, you, you're kind of in the, well, it's quite hard to find. So I apologise, I'm a little bit late because there was, there's quite a long track through the woods and everything. But what about the area around? What's it like to live here? Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah, it's, as you say, it's quite a wooded area. Mm. It's in the thick of the countryside. This is a great place to live. Now, just look at that fire, for instance. Oh. I don't have to get any firewood because I've got it all around me. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, and the, one of the things that burns up are fir cones. Oh, um, okay. Fir cones around here are called slingers. Sling- slingers. Slingers. Yes, oh. well, you put the fire cones and you sling them on wow. the fire. Wow, fantastic. I bet they must pop, I guess. Well, oh, they, they, yeah, they crackle a bit. Crackle, yeah. Crackle. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Right, now, so you live in um, Winterbourne, Steepleton. Um Sorry, there's a. I don't know if you can hear. There's a, there's a dog barking quite close. Is that is that your dog? Oh yeah, that, that's dear old Barney. He died years ago. Oh, sorry. Oh, but oh no, he, he still barks. You see, he's his bark in the trees. Right. Don't take any notice of him. Okay. He's all right. He won't bite you. Right. Okay. It's only his barks his left. Right. Um. So you lived in you live in Winterbourne Stables now. Could you tell me something about the name Winterbourne Steepleton? I understand it has an interesting derivation. Yes, I can. Now, Winterbourne is a name that you find in South Dorset, here and there. Mm-hmm. And tis, what it means is that there's a bourne or a little stream, and it's full in the winter and it's empty in the summer. Ah, so So it's a bourne. Right. So tis Winterbourne's when the, the the water is in the bourns yeah. down here. Okay. And Stapleton, it used to be Sheepleton, because T O N ton is very. I think it's Anglo-Saxon for a farm. Oh, and so. you find T O N all over over mm, Dorset. Okay. Now, when it stopped being a sheep farm after my grandparents had died, they renamed it Steeple after the church. Oh, I see. I think I... So that's right. Winterbourne Stapleton. I did pass a church coming here. Okay, that's that makes right. sense. That's right. right, okay. And do you know that church was one of the first churches to have a barrel organ until still there? That's a real piece of history in wow, that church. Wow, that's amazing. You get a chance, you have a look at it on well, the way out. okay, I might do that. Thank you. Um, is there any reason why you've hung um, artichokes on your front door, I noticed? Artichokes? Is there any particular reason for that? Oh, that, that's known as, as, as an arty joke around here, uh, you know. I see. <laughs> but some say it is just to keep out the... Have you heard of the Dorset Usher? Well, this is what I want to talk to you about, Oh, actually. Yes, so glad you introduced that. Yes, right. Well, that's why I put artichokes on okay. my door. Now, is it pronounced... I. I wasn't sure of the pronunciation. Is it Usa or Usa? Well, it seems to be round here. It seems to be Usa. Usa. Okay. Usa. Okay. Right now, so this Usa, what exactly is it? 
Oh, well, nobody really knows what it is. Some people say they've seen it, but there's a mask. But there's one in the Dorchester County Museum. Yeah. I do know that. It's an ugly-looking thing. Yeah. He's got big, bulging eyes and, uh-huh. and, and funny ears, and, uh, and it stares at you with its mouth open. It's, oh. it's not nice at all. But it's more that people say we burden rather than they see oh, Okay, them. right. Uh, like a spirit. Oh, I see. Now, so you, have you ever seen the, the Usa? No, I haven't seen them, but I've seen what you can do. Right. And I've heard him. What does it sound like? It depends where you are. See, if you go to Tillywing Caves, yeah. the nearest one, it's Durlston. Uh-huh. Now, there was a cave you could walk down, and you came out down the steps, and you came out halfway up a cliff. Right. Overlooking the sea. Now, in 1976, it was a big stone fall, and the way down was blocked. And so they wouldn't let nobody down there after that. Oh, OK. Uh, but you go up there on a windy night, and you near the poor thing, howling. The wind blows up those steps, you see. Oh. And then if you're on the footpath, you can hear him. All oh, right. And, oh, chills your bones, it does, oh, to hear it. Gosh, and what did it... So you've, you've heard that sound? Yeah, I've heard it. I heard did it, it once. I wouldn't go up there again. Right. Did it chill your bones? Then? Oh, it chills your blood. Right. Wow. Come out and all goosebumps oh. all over. Oh. So is it true that the user was trapped there in the, in the caves then? Oh, so it is sad, yeah. And then did it escape or is it still there? Nobody really knows because you hear, hear reports of it all over the county. Oh. Even in Somerset they say they've heard the No, user. really? Yeah, the user. Crumbs, okay. Um, now, the Aggleston Rock. Um, I've got a note here that I found. Now, the Aggleston Rock, I think, according to legend... It says, this was thrown into place by the devil and now sits in the Sutherland area of Dorset. Now, was this in fact hurled there by the Usa? And uh, I believe this was witnessed by your grandparents, is that right? Yeah, they were there. That night it came over. Great big piece of rock it came over. Goodness. And it went down on the east with a great flump. And everything went dark. The clouds came over, overclapped. You couldn't see anything. My grandparents were really abrightened and mm. they got back as <clears throat> quick as they could out the way. Right. And I don't think they've ever been there, they ever went there again. Huh. I certainly haven't been down there. Was this at night or, or in the daylight? Or? I, I think it was dusk. Right. I think it was getting dark. Yeah. And they were on their way back. But uh, they haven't been there since. Crumbs. Now, I understand your grandparents lived to a ripe old age, is that right? I think they lived till, I can't quite believe this, 120, is that right? Well, so it is said, 120, yeah. Gosh. I'm 107, you know. I was born in 1912. I remember it well, because I was there. Yeah. So, so what do you attribute to that? I mean, their, their longevity. I contribute that to good living, you know. Right. They kept their own cows right. and their own sheep. And in those days, there was no artificial fertiliser. Everything that was on the farm was put back in the ground. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. And I don't hold with all this modern stuff today. Right. No, no, you, you, you can't beat the old original country living to keep you well and healthy and plenty of exercise yeah okay and fresh air well there's a lot of fresh air here certainly a lot of that when i was oh, coming to your course it's a wonderful place mm. for fresh air i mean i was going to ask you about that sort of 
how many people have seen it recently? Do, do people still see this or hear well, this? Oh, sir. sir? Mm. Oh, well, you do hear reports of it now and again. Yeah. So somebody up country says they think they've seen it or they've heard it. Yeah. Or, or something strange on the farm has happened. Oh, okay. Or something funny in the house has happened. Funny? What sort of funny in the house? Well, un, 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 unexplainable. Right. Okay. So things go missing, or, or yeah, things, things get missing. Things get moved from room to room. Right. Uh, and things happen in the gardens. No, it's strange. One day the, there's a beautiful crop or something. The next <clears> morning, it is all gone, or it is all rotten on the trees. How do you explain that? Hmm. So that that's the USA. Well, that's what some people believe. Some people to believe that. Yeah. Is it? Is it mainly? I mean, is it mainly? People of a certain age who believe that, or is it young people, old people, or, or... Oh, it's all sorts of people. Right. Depends on the family you come from. Oh, okay. And the, and the background of the family. Right. And what gets passed on, you know, in the, in the winter time when the families get together, mm. you sit round the fire with grandpa and grandma and uh, and some of the village people. You don't watch television, not down here. You can't get it for one thing. Uh, right. But. You sit round uh, and you tell stories. Right, okay. And especially at Christmas time. Oh, and all sorts of stories about the user and other folklore. Yeah. Oh, it gets passed round then. Crumbs, okay. Yeah. Sounds kind of quite scary to me. I mean, I'm a Londoner, so it sounds... I can't quite imagine the, um, the sort of atmosphere there must be down here. Oh, it is great fun. It is great fun right. as well. Um, now, is it true that you learnt about most of this on your mother's knee? So presumably she told you stories? Oh, oh, yeah, she told me all about it. And, yeah, I learned it on my mother's knee because it was all written on her knee. Written on her knee? Yeah. Right. OK. Now, is it true also that the Usa is allergic to milk? Is that true? Oh, I believe so. I have heard that, yeah. Right, OK. Yeah, I have heard it. I don't understand why. You don't ask me. I don't OK. Know. Because I've got some. Somebody said to me that it was. It led to the expression "crying over spilt milk." I don't know if there's any truth in that. Well, your wood looks as if he's crying. Well, that's true. That's certainly true. Uh, so just go back to your grandparents. They never saw the USA. They saw the stone being thrown. Oh yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, Unless they've heard yeah, the sound. Yeah. But you're convinced yourself that they weren't being misled. That they definitely heard and saw what they did. Oh no, my grandparents weren't weren't imaginative like that. Right. They wouldn't tell stories. Right. It's only the truth they told. Okay. Um. Right. So the official history, as as it were, of the of the USA. So you're saying it was a wooden face, a wooden mask. Now I've read that it was used in skimmity riding. What exactly is skimmity riding? Oh, skimmity riding. Now that goes back. A long, long time. And it is the local villagers, if they discovered that there's been some misdoings, perhaps infidelity between husband and the wife, or somebody doing something really wrong, mm. they want to make a public example of them. And so they get all sorts of things. They get saucepans and lids and anything that makes a noise and they go around the village in procession. Right. And they have this sort of, um, like an effigy or something on a cart. 
Okay. And they've got the Usher's mask up there, right. and they go around and they publicly shame the people that they're cross with. They shame. They, they shame, shame them. them. They, want to, they want to show them up, right? And, and tell them this is how the people think of you. And actually, if you read the Mayor of Casterbridge by Thomas Hardy, yeah. there's a schematic right explained oh, in there. I see. Oh, okay. very definitely. So that all involves the USA, the USA, the face, the mask, it's all involved yeah, in, it's in all, that all part procession? Yes, all part of the local folklore. I see, okay. Yeah. So why did the truth of the USA become hidden? I mean, not many people now. You're one of the few people I could find who was prepared to talk about it. Why Why uh, to so few people talk about it or even believe it nowadays? Well, I can, tell, I can answer that in one word. Television. Really? Yeah, television. That's where their eyes go. That's where their minds go. They don't. They're not interested in in local folklore these days. When you don't tell little children about it, you don't want to frighten them out after mm. death, do you? No. You want them to go to bed at night and sleep. <laughs> well, thank you very much for talking to me. That's been very interesting indeed. Um, now, is there anything you'd like to tell our TMR listeners about the USA? Any particular words of wisdom you have for them? Yeah. There's one thing I would like to say. If you go out at night, take a flashlight and a pint of milk and you'll be safe. Thank you very much for speaking to me. Thank you. Right, well, thanks very much, Mark, for sharing that conversation with us. Um, A fascinating conversation, but I think quite a disturbing conversation in some ways. Uh, Yeah, um, I was left with a slight feeling of unease, shall we say, as I had to go back through the woods and it was quite dark when I went back to the car. So Mm. I'm glad that I arrived back here to tell you all about it in one piece. Indeed. Uh, But you got on very well, didn't you? She seems like a very pleasant lady. Oh, yeah. Did she actually offer you a cup of tea? Um, Well, she did. She did. Um, I did say no. I wasn't sure, really, what... (laughs) <laughs> whether it would be dodgy or not so I just right. said no okay a glass of water yeah I think I would have done the same mm. uh, but yes you're a very pleasant lady and very very interesting um, okay well do you have any uh, plans for the future before we uh, end this conversation um, uh, well I'm still doing my bowler and affairs film reviews and I've changed the format slightly I don't know if your viewers are aware listeners I should say um, I choose a bowler hat if I don't like the film or affairs if I do and that used to be just the, the review, but I've actually, on advice from someone, and I'm not sure whether it's a good idea or not, but I've incorporated very, very, very short, proper reviews, if you like, about 20 seconds, or I just give some of the plus points, some of the minus points, then I go on to the Bowler and Fez review. Mm-hmm. So you still get the visual Bowler and Fez summing up of the review. You don't feel like you're selling out to a little bit. the, the I mean, purity of just using the hats? Well, the problem is for any artist, <laughs> yeah, you can be very pure and risk no one being <laughs> no one being interested. So I think most artists at the beginning of their career perhaps have sold out a little just to get their artwork seen by a, a greater audience. Anyway, that's what I've tried to do. Okay, so this was sort of informed by the fact that you had 33 subscribers and then over a period of several months it, went, it became to 34, wasn't yes, it? Yes, so I'd yeah, quite okay. like to go higher if possible, <laughs> yes, really. Okay. But I mean, talking about reviews, I think you... You've been suggesting doing some film reviews for the Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did when we talked last time on air. We yeah, we discussed the possibility of doing some film reviews with Frank Johnson mm. um, of Spider-Man Hoodie fame. And uh, that's still on the cards. And we've been talking about the possibility of 
I think starting with the TV movie The Brotherhood of the Bell, starring um, uh, what's his name? Can't Glenn Ford. Name. Glenn Ford. Um, excellent TV movie. Um, I've never seen it, never heard of it, so yeah. that'd be interesting for me to, yeah, to yeah. watch it. So I think that's where we'll start. We've got some other suggestions. All as it happens at the moment, 1970s mm-hmm. movies, but that's pure coincidence, unless I suppose it might be a commentary on the and also maybe the artistic productivity mm. of that age I don't know but so far we've got a, a possible list here of Soylent Green Capricorn One The Omega Man I think uh, maybe people can pick up on some of the themes going on there but if anybody has any suggestions for other things do please send them in it'll be interesting to see what those are no guarantees of course we'll pick up on any of those suggestions but um, you know if somebody although I very much like the sound of music if somebody suggests a review of the sound of music I think maybe that wouldn't be too fitting with uh, the philosophy of TMR, I don't know. Um, so yeah, no guarantees that we would necessarily pick up on those things, but any suggestions will be very welcome, and uh, we'll get to those reviews as and when the spirit moves. Um, so anyway, thanks very much, Mark, for sharing that with us. Uh, it's been very enjoyable, and uh, speak to you again sometime. Thanks very much, Julie. Nice to speak to you. Um, now, is it true that you learnt about most of this on your mother's knee? So presumably you, she told you stories? Oh, oh yeah, she told me all about it. And yeah, I learned it on, on my mother's knee because it was all written on her knee. <coughs> oh, sorry. That was oh, funny. Dear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. 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 I don't know.